Welcome to Rumiki Talks podcast. I'm your host, Konstantin Starodetsky. This is a space where I interview professionals from the entertainment industry and discuss popular film-related topics with my co-host and producing partner, Romana Dinevska. Our goal is to help and motivate aspiring filmmakers to get their films made. Enjoy. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the episode number 32 of the Rumiki Talks. How to build your film crew. So where do you even start? I want to make a movie. Where do I find the crew? How to do it? Where do I begin? Find out who you need. And that goes from your story. What is the story about? What is the location? Uh, what is the country? Do you need building any props? Do you need to have a beautiful music designed by a composer? Do you need VFX? That the screenplay will all indicate all of the people that you need. But don't go overboard. Keep it simple. The fewer people you have, the, the better it is and faster and easier to find the crew. If you write something that requires a lot of stuff like VFX, sound design, beautiful locations, a lot of people, it's going to make it complicated. So try to make it simple. Once you decided the people that you need, start searching by asking your friends. Hey, do you know a good DP? Hey, do you know a good director? Hey, do you know a good uh, production designer? And usually people have someone in mind and then you can schedule meeting, meetings with those people. Start scheduling with those. Once you ask everyone and have recommendations from everyone that you know, then you can move to other resources like online platforms for filmmakers like Mandy or groups on Facebook or even Instagram. Anything online uh, that you find that's filmmaking related, it's a good start because that's what those websites for anyway to, uh, for filmmakers to release them and for other filmmakers to find them. So that's the start. What's the next step, Rumki? The next step is to start scheduling meetings. So do it in advance and have more than one meeting. So the first meeting will be the official introductory meeting. And this meeting should be professional. You should ask all the right questions, everything you want to know about this person and how they work and um, their skill set and what cameras they worked with, whatever, you know. So treat it almost as an interview. Of course, in the freelance world, it's more of a casual interview, but you should definitely know how to an, uh, ask the right questions, everything that comes up in your mind. So you know how this person is working. And then, like I said, schedule more than one meeting. The second meeting would be a little more informal and maybe just kind of in this meeting you're viewing how you can actually work with this person do you vibe together and that's because a lot of the time you know on uh, sets you spend a lot of time with crew that you're going to work with and sometimes with many of the positions you spend time in pre-production as well it's not only important for the team to be great it's also important that you guys vibe together and that everyone has like the same energy and it's positive and you uh, can actually work and communicate. There was no egos or drama <laughs> involved, yeah. although there will always be something like, you know, no one, no one is perfect and we're all humans, but you have to find out if this is the right person for your crew. It's, it's important. So what is the next step? This is the step that many people ignore, I feel like. And it, and this the step is observe the little things. Mm. 
did the potential crew member come on time to your meeting? Or uh, did they arrive late? Because if they arrive late to your meeting, they will arrive late on set. And that's a law, <laughs> pretty much. So watch out for those little things. When you start a conversation with them, do they talk bad about other people they worked with? Does it seem like every set yeah. that they work with had some kind of problems that uh, was bothering them? Or they were more pointing out good things? That also will tell you a lot yeah. of things about the person. Because they're going to be talk bad about your film in the future if they talk about other films right now. And then learn what three films that they work on during the conversation. And once you learn those films, find them online on IMDb. Because uh, if they're not there, then they pretty much do not exist <laughs> uh, in, the, in the professional <laughs> film world. So find them on IMDb and then contact the producer or, or a person in charge of, of that film. Ask them for a recommendation for the person that you interview. Were they good on set? Did they arrive on time? Were they a nice team member? Ask people from three different projects that they worked on. Do you see any patterns? That's what you're looking for. Because, you know, sometimes it just happens. There is clashes between the individuals. But if three people tell you similar things about the person and they're not necessarily great, then you should pay attention to that. Yeah. That's why you have to have three people. So then you can build some kind of pattern um, recognition. Uh, watch out for those things because you're not uh, wasting tons of budget right now. You're just interviewing people. So it's better to do it now than when you're on set and you're about to waste $10,000 and you have no connection with that person and uh, they're not working well or <laughs> they haven't even arrived on set while you're already wrapping everything up. Pay attention to those things. Observe the little things. And now the final step, Rumki. What is the final step of um, building your film career? The final step is making an offer. <laughs> and what does that mean? Whether it's the, if whether this is a passion project or it's a paid project, a project that you're actually planning to pay people, set a deadline and mention the days of work. So how many days the person like that you're meeting is expected to work, everything, like all the logistics, whether uh, you're going to cover gas for them or not, you know, even if you if it's a free, if they're working for free, essentially, are you going to pay for the gas? Are you, are, will they be able to carpool? You know, what are you actually providing? If you do want them, if you do want them to work for free, you need to see what you can give in return. <laughs> whether it's some sort of favor or like I said, um, make sure their gas is covered. Make sure you have amazing lunch that you can provide. I don't recommend to not pay your crew. The ideal situation is to pay them and to pay them fairly based on industry rates, you know, like not below minimum wage. You no. can always negotiate, of course, if they're like more experienced than you are and but they're interested in the project. Um, they might be willing to negotiate, you know. So you can always negotiate the rate of a person, but always keep in mind to be fair. It's not fair to ask people to work below the minimum wage. And if you are going to ask them to work for free because this is a passion project, etc., make sure everything goes smooth and you treat them well and you treat them with respect. First of all, explore if that's okay. Otherwise, you're just going to waste their time. <laughs> It's important to always keep in mind with all these steps 
to try to establish long-lasting relationships. So the people you meet and the people you hire, ideally you can bring back on other projects. And I think that's why I mentioned it's important for you guys to have the connection, your energies vibe together. And maybe you like the same stuff in the same movies because a lot of the time it's really who you meet. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time you bring the same people to your projects because you love working with them and they loved working with you. And it's really about creating long lasting relationships. And if you look at some of the best filmmakers, they keep on working with the same cinematographers because they trust them. They've established a connection. They, they get each other's styles and they, they are good friends, you know. So really think about that when you're choosing your crew. And now we arrive to the obsession of the week portion of the Rumi K Talks. Rumki, what is your obsession? My obsession of the week is the Whole Foods Advent Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in Christmas mode, uh, but this is uh, my boss from work. My supervisor, Barbarella, gifted me this gift, and it's basically 12 days of clean beauty calendar and I've been really enjoying it and I I found out that I really love advent calendars for some reason because like every day I get some sort of little gift and it's like (laughs) it's so fun and it's amazing so um if not if anything if you don't try this one you should just try and uh, like or buy yourself or buy someone uh, like an advent calendar uh i know they do them during christmas time but maybe they should create some other (laughs) for some other holidays so (laughs) you can just open a little gift yeah what is your obsession of the week my obsession of the week is sundance film festival oh yeah it's going on right now and it ends on January 29th and you can go on their website and they have different packages even if you cannot be there in person there's packages that you can order online and watch all of the films or you can just buy an individual film and it's more affordable because those films are the films that are going to be you know on all the networks in the future so now you can have an early access to those films so that's great and there are a lot of networking opportunities and at the end of the day it's Sundance you know it's one of the top festivals in the world and everyone's talking about it. But not everyone knows about the opportunity to go and watch it online. So make sure to use that opportunity right now. Yeah. And that's what I'm obsessed with. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We truly appreciate it. It helps us produce more episodes for you. And it helps us to get more listeners. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Rumike Talks podcast. You can find the show notes at rumike.com. I'm your host, Konstantin Staradetsky. My producing partner, Rumena Dinevska. See ya.